to another Jags podcast. This is the bi-week episode, but better than that is we have a special guest with us tonight. We have Pat from Duval Hot Takes. Pat, how is it going? Uh, it's going well, man. Happy to be here. Uh, big fan of the show for you guys personally. So, you know, excited to be here. Well, we, we, we watched you guys. We're here with Joey, too. Joey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, you're, I'm here. You're too. old news, And Joey. I'll say, hey, I'm, I'm happy to have Pat here as well, you're, Jason. You're old news. actually talk. <laughs> <laughs> but do all hot takes, if you don't know, they're on the Big Cat Country feed as well. They kill it with downloads. They're killing it. I mean, they're a hilarious, hilarious show. I mean, I listen to them all the time just to get a laugh in. And for good Jags content. I mean, they, they do it all. So make sure you check them out. Um, they're a great crew. How many guys do you guys have on your crew? Uh, it's it's uh, four of us. Uh, we don't we don't really count Devin, so maybe three. Um, <laughs> three and a half. <laughs> so shout out to Taylor, Sean, Devin, sort of. And, uh, <laughs> I guess Devin's me on that show, I would guess. <laughs> Devin is the, everyone has to have a Joey I mean, no, or a Devin. Devin. It's everyone, like me and Devin would get along well. Devin, we throw, we throw scraps in the corner for him and <laughs> just kind of let him do his thing. But yeah. Uh, so where can they catch you guys on Twitter and all that stuff? Yeah, so we're on Twitter uh, at Duval Hot Takes. I try to be try to keep the funny going on Twitter as well. Um, we're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, just about anywhere you get podcasts. We're going to be there for you. Duval Hot Takes. Um, yeah, give it a listen. That's awesome, man. Yeah, they're great stuff. I can't vouch them enough. Can't back them enough. I don't really know what I'm trying to say well, there. Well, they're another like, fan podcast. Like They are Jazz yeah. fans, and they're doing it because they love to do it, not because of any other reason. So, just like we are. I mean, you're from Jacksonville, and you grew up Jags fans. Well, technically, is that Orange puts Park, you in the minority of Jaguar uh, is inter- Park media. Really, Jacksonville though. <laughs> Orange Park is kind of like the the pimple of Jacksonville. It's it's on the edge. Hey. You know, no one really Sorry, talks man. to it. I had to get an Orange Park. You got to go over the <laughs> bridge. Hey, that Orange Park uh, you know, poker room has taken a good amount of money from me over the years. So uh, we'll I just... think that's where all the revenue is going. <laughs> that's where all the, the Orange Park. That's, that's the only the reason revenue. we're still we still got the lights on over there. The only reason so. the bridge is still standing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's jump into it. Um, if you if you follow our Twitter, uh, we posted a question on Twitter. What are you most concerned about heading into the back end of the schedule? And we gave you the options of quarterback play, offensive line play, wide receiver play, and linebacker play. So, guesses. What do you think? One. Just take a guess. Um, I'll, I'll I'll toss it on offensive line. Offensive line, Joey. Uh, is there a, like a option five, like all the above? Yeah, you could I'm say kidding, all the above. Yeah. Quarter, quarterback <laughs> play is the least of my concerns. Okay, I, I, th- I think we're dead set there for the first time ever, which is fantastic. I mean, we you're still spoiled have, for two. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> if Foles breaks another collarbone, okay, Minshew <laughs> comes back in, everybody's happy. Yeah, um, it's definitely offensive line, a thousand percent. Yeah, I, I would have guessed linebacker before I saw the results. But according to the results, 45% number one concern is offensive line play. Mm. Would some of that be because everybody's healthy at this point for the first time in Jaguars history? Is some of the concern because people no, are healthy? No, no. Is some of the not concern about linebackers? We've got everybody back. I mean, like Quincy Williams is back. Like oh. Everybody's like... Maybe. I mean, we got Jake Ryan coming back. Yeah, which if you heard his name in... 
four months. Yeah. I haven't heard his name. Secret agent Jake Ryan. You know? <laughs> I haven't heard his name. Are oh, you thinking of Jack Ryan? You're thinking you're thinking of Jack Ryan. Same thing. No, no, no. Secret agent. Yeah, he's been undercover this whole time. <laughs> you have no one's seen him. Yeah. No <laughs> one's seen him. But they talk I, about I still don't believe he's on this team until I see him take a snap. So no one's seen him take a snap since like. December of last year, but, November of last year. They so. were talking about today again. Like he is practicing. No, you like, know he's you know he's legit practicing. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. actually on the football field, pads on, like doing football stuff. Jersey number forty-seven. Oh, allegedly. It's impressive. You knew that off the top of your head, man. <laughs> allegedly, it's like amazing. We'll see. We'll see until he takes a snap. Uh, it, it's uh, it's interesting when you see the the defensive. When the linebackers on the field for the Jags, and you see these guys like Austin Calitro, uh, you see uh, Najee Good, you see guys like that on the field, and you you can't help but think to yourself like, is this the best we can do? You know, and and it, it was concerns that we for sure have talked about in the past going into the season that linebackers were going to be a concern because of our lack of depth. So, Pat, let me ask you: Are you okay with what we have now at linebacker? What I'm really asking is, can this linebacker core be good enough to get us into the playoffs? Probably not. And half of that is not on the players themselves. It's on the scheming, I believe. I believe Todd Wash puts these guys in a in a place to succeed, and they're only as good as the scheme that they're running. Okay, so would you like? What would you like to see them do more of? Would you like to see them do more man? Would you like to see them more to kind of play off instinct or zone? Or like, what would you like to see them do more of? I, now that everyone's healthy, now that we can afford it, because we've really never been able to afford it in the past, a three-four defense would wow. be phenomenal for these yeah. guys. Using Josh Allen on the edge mm-hmm. and then using that line. I mean, we're we're spoiled at defensive line. Yeah. I mean, we have we have people on defensive line. I mean, we have a we have a varsity A and a varsity B defensive line that we can field. Yeah. Um, and I, it'd be great to see that kind of pressure coming off. I think I your think. biggest issue would be that um, strong side fourth outside linebacker. Yeah. Like, uh, who's going to line up at, over the tight end? in the slot, like, is that going to be Josh Allen? Is that going to be Ngakwe? Like, who's going to be that guy? Because because I like what you're saying in theory. Like, in theory, we should be able to get Campbell, Ngakwe, Allen, Brian, uh, Jones, all on the field at the same time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Darius, like, we should be able to. But that does create some matchup problems with that uh, space and the linebacker has to play in space. Mm-hmm. And um, I would love to see a three four, but you would have to ask either probably Allen or Ngakwe to be able to drop into coverage on any given play. Well, I don't think Josh Allen can do it just yet. I, he's a rookie. I mean, you don't want to toss too much at the kid early on. Um, I think Ngakwe might have the tangibles to do it. He can catch the ball. He's got a pick. That's true. He's got a pick six yeah. already. Yep. I mean, he's got the intangibles. Yeah. All I'm asking for him to do is get out in the flats, maybe get a little bit, a little back uh, three-yard curl on, on defense. Yeah. I'm not asking for much. Yeah. But I, I think I the think way we utilize our defense right now it's just not working at a certain standpoint. And you gotta, you got to be able to change at some point. I think it's because we've got so much youth and there's not really a true leader in that core that can dictate where everybody needs to be, especially if you switch to a 3-4 at this point. I think they would be lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't think you should change right now. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you want all those guys on the field. You want your best players on the field all the time. Going back to the, kind of the, the question about the linebackers being an issue, I think this week with Ebron is going to be a good test of that. I mean, we get lit up over the middle by elite tight ends over and over again. 
we got to stop that at some point or we're never going to make it through the playoffs. Not concerned with Jack Doyle? Jack Doyle is not. Don't not even know who Jack Doyle is. <laughs> Jack Doyle is uh, <laughs> the other Colts tight end. Who's actually been playing pretty well recently. The fact you know who he is. Well, he's on my fantasy Jason. team. So, um, it's you, you, little... have, you have a backup tight end. Jack Doyle is pretty, pretty, pretty well known. Like they they run some end? double tight end Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got to be the blocker, though, right? I mean, no, I mean, he's a do it all gadget <laughs> guy. Yeah. <laughs> Brush up a little bit, Joey. Brush up. No, I mean, I, Ebron burned us last year for what, two touchdowns? In us. the first quarter, yeah. I believe. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was, <laughs> that's definitely someone you got to keep your eyes on this week. I mean, absolutely. I mean, if you're looking at game, if you're a coach for the tight, over the Colts and you're looking at previous games Ebron played you're going to zero in on that and probably try to feed him the ball I would imagine yeah so we'll see uh, what happens well, let's hit a quick Twitter comment and I'm going to get you guys' thoughts on this Patrick Jackson he's at radius underscore Johansson uh, he said the answer is E scheming and play calling Joe Vandal and he's at Brady Bauer too also said E Coaching. Some games seemed like each phase schemed for a different team. So I'll jump in on that because, I mean, again, you guys know more about like the actual like football IQ. Like I'm, yeah, that's I'm a obvious. fan watching it. That's obvious. Of course, it's point. obvious. But point being is like, dude, Walsh is is a pretty good coach from what I understand. And if he had the players that could do it, he would do it. But you see these guys making like just horrible angles, like overrunning the ball have to come back to it i mean it doesn't seem so much like hey this is me not coaching well it seems like these guys are just athletic fast and good athletes but maybe don't have the ability mentally to do what they're supposed to do to your point this defense is very young you will say you could say that Calais is probably the only vet you have on this team besides darius who comes in on third downs um but for the most part, I mean, you got Ronnie Harrison in the secondary, Trey Herndon, who's an undrafted, um, Josh Allen, Taven Bryan. Yeah, it's a very young defense. Um, but it is a talented defense. Oh, I don't doubt. I'm not saying that whatsoever. They're very talented. Or mm-hmm. They wouldn't be as good as they are. I just don't think they know how to play the pro game like they should at this point. I, I mean. just can't see Carlos Hyde rushing for 160 yards. I can't see that again. You know, that's that's just wait. Like, so you're saying that you think that's an anomaly, like the fact that that happened once was a fluke? No, no, no. Because I Christian McCaffrey rushed for 170, and then Carlos Hyde rushes for 160. I can't tell you Carlos Hyde is as talented as Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not selling you that ticket. I'm not doing it. Okay, so hey, numbers don't lie. (laughs) So uh, I I I can't buy into that. Um, We let this this. Erickson guy on Cincinnati's catch 160 yards, yeah. which I was blown away by that. I, I was mean, like, "Who is this guy?" I was like, "I, I to be fair, up, he did torch it? Jalen Ramsey. He had a couple of good plays on Jalen Ramsey. Jalen like <laughs> mailed it in. He even said he did. I had to apologize to Rams Nation, like, "Hey, I mailed oh, it yeah. in because yeah, yeah. I was bored." But yeah, that guy. Who is that guy? Like, right? I had to look up him at college. I'm like, this guy looks like he's an elite t- uh, wide receiver. He's a guy that'll be playing for the Patriots next year. That's who. Yeah, he is. that's and, a good point. Uh, you can Patriot. take the hint on that. He's a <laughs> here's a, a little pin on the Jalen Ramsey thing. This is via Reddit, um, the NFL subreddit. Since being traded to L.A., Jalen Ramsey has surrendered 14 completions Mm. on 17 targets for 202 yards and an NFL passer rating of 116.2. Ramsey has also gotten his hand on just one ball all year, and that was week two against the Texans when he dropped the interception. He dropped six. I'll add to that. What about um, Bouye? 
putting Hopkins like what forty seven yards and then a garbage touchdown at the end. But he yeah. stepped up. Yes, the or, talent is there. Or maybe Ramsey's not as good as everybody thinks he is. I don't mm. think that's the case. Really? No. Boye is as good as Ramsey then? I mean, because Hopkins was, is I mean, Boye gets paid a lot more than Ramsey. That's for sure. And then Boye... You're still holding on to Ramsey. <laughs> He's a good player. Still, He's a good player. He's a good, Ramsey love. He's a good player. All right. Uh, Just because we took the jersey down doesn't mean that we hate him. Did okay? you set it on fire like I told you to? No, I did not. Damn it. I'm still not to do with it yet. <laughs> the, the, the thing I will interject with, with Jalen Ramsey, with cornerbacks, it's more of kind of like a name basis, right? You don't throw it on Richard Sherman because why? He's Richard Sherman. So it's on half the field. You don't right. throw it on Jalen Ramsey. Why? Because he's Jalen Ramsey. That's right. yeah, like so, Revis Island. Same right. sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you'll throw it at Trey Herndon. Yeah. Because who's Trey Herndon? You'll toss it at AJ Bouye because I mean, at the end of the day, AJ Bouye was, you know, Robin to his Batman. Right. So, I think it comes with the name, and I think honestly, I think those stats would be even worse if people picked on Jalen Ramsey the way they do. Trey Hearn. But something has to be said. <laughs> I can't believe I'm sitting here defending him. But something has to be said for the fact that he does take on the number one receiver all game. Oh, right? and it's, it's an impossible position to play. Right. You have no idea what that guy's running on. Absolutely. You have no idea. You got to be ready for, for a fade, a dig, a curl, an out. You have no idea. Unless the guy comes up to you and says, hey, this is what I'm, I'm running to go. Yeah. You better keep up. Yeah. You're not going to know. Hey, was it? Was it? it I, I don't know if you watched the Rams Steelers game, but I, I noticed that Ramsey was lined up in the slot covering Juju Smith Schuster in the slot way more than he ever was in Jacksonville. I mean, I was looking for Ramsey every defensive play, and I noticed that he was in the slot most of the time. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the Jaguars ever making him follow a guy that hard before. Probably Gronkowski in, in the play. In that's the a good game. point, and he did well against them. Yes, but did. that's what Ramsey wanted the entire time. That's part of the reason why he wanted out was because he wanted to be able to just shatter the best player on the other team. Right. I don't so, care if he lines up in the backfield. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so maybe they're giving him what he wants because they know if they don't, he's going to cry like a little baby. His stats really haven't measured up yet. Nor have we Boy, lost a yet. game because we don't have Ramsey anymore. So... And a credit to the to the secondary because again, very young secondary. Uh, Ronnie Harrison probably having a career year. Yeah, quietly year. too. He's yeah, yeah. No one's really talking about it. Yeah. But the kid is very good on coverage. He's not getting flat footed. He's not getting burned. Um, he's doing very well over the top. Agreed. Yeah, I, I get a little concerned with Trey Herndon because the, I mean, again, at the Broncos game. That was probably his worst game as far as like glaring was being picked on. That was yeah. That was they said yeah. you know Trey Herndon yeah. every single play. Yeah. I don't care where you are. Yeah. I'm throwing but, it to you. But to be fair, it was it is when I was watching that game, I noticed the Jaguars game plan was to shut down Philip Lindsay. And so they stacked the box and pretty much put the DBs on an island mm-hmm. on the outside. And that's a tough cover for anybody. And I think Trey Herndon's adjusted well to the starting spot, but I still, when it comes to playing good teams and getting to the play, like, I think Trey Herndon could, could play well and beat bad teams. But if Trey Herndon's against a good all-pro quarterback or an all-pro receiver, he's not going to be able to get the job done. And I don't think the secondary is there right now to make the playoffs. I, I just don't. I well, think this team's a little depleted. At I know the it's not the same position, but DJ Hayden's going to be back this week, right? Yes. And he was playing lights out prior yes, to getting was. hurt. I mean, you talk about like, Hey, you came from Oakland. We paid you a little bit of money. That guy's made every penny that he's contract dictated. Yeah, I, mean, I remember watching. We watched. Uh, I watched some DJ Hayden film when he was with uh, Detroit, and that's when he got some like looks on the outside as a you know a uh, traditional DB, and he looked terrible. 
moved him into the slot with the Jags. One of the best slot DBs I've, yep. I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> like I, it's it's impressive what he's done, and he's really probably been the bright spot to this team on the defense for yeah. sure. I mean, you give him coverage in the slot, he helps you out on uh, you know on the on the back end, and he also puts pressure on the quarterback. I mean, you see him get at it on blitzes and, and design and design stunt packages for him. He gets in there. I mean, he he gets some sacks, he gets some pressure. Yeah, I, I honestly I love everything DJ Hayden's done this year. Yeah, I mean he's been been a good player. And um, you say he's coming back this week. I've everyone's clean. From my understanding, I took this week off as well. From my, every, everybody is healthy as of right now. The yep. Jags took this week off. So did I. So did yeah, I. So. You know what? I didn't read the message boards. Didn't didn't watch the press conferences. I was like, you know what? I'm sure we'll have like nine curating injuries this week at practice. But you know, as of right now, everybody's healthy. Yes, it's a clean slate. From what Doug Marone said, everyone and their mother is playing this Sunday, or yeah. should be able to play this Sunday. So yeah, well. it, it's it's what you want out of a bye week because we went into this bye week with uh, what two healthy linebackers we were picking up Calatro yeah. I call him cilantro <laughs> off off the waiver wires I, I mean like it's yeah you know it, you get these guys in here just to just to fill a spot just yeah. to make it you have the game. to have a body to fill right. a yeah. hole so it's it's good to see everyone's clean slated um, and again this game uh, you can't iron it hard enough this this makes breaks your season oh yeah. Absolutely must win. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of mad because they put up a, a stinker last week or this weekend, I guess. And the Colts are probably going to come back mad. I don't, I don't think that works in our favor. I mean, is Brissett going to be back this week? Does anybody know? Is there any kind of news on his ankle? They said that he was supposed to play last week. So it can't be that far off. They said he was supposed to play last week. Late scratch. They bring in Hoyer, the destroyer. <laughs> be Hoyer. Okay. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, like like you said, don't sleep on the Colts this no, week. No, absolutely uh, not. This is this is this is the epitome of getting trapped. If you think the Colts are going to give you half the game, I mean, Ty Hilton's out. Um, Powell, the other receiver, is out. Um, you know, and of course, J- Jacoby was out last week too. Is Jacoby that big of a deal to the team? I tell you what, man. When Jacoby, when Andrew Luck came out and said, "I'm done, I'm not coming back," I said, "Yes, thank you." Yeah, yeah, you guys will go two and fourteen. I will <laughs> gladly take it. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett's a bum. I have yeah. no problem like giving him. And then they gave him a four year deal. He's they said, there. "Hey, Jacoby, here's a four year deal on top of it." He's balled out too, though. And he's balled. He has. Yeah. I said, "Where where is this guy coming from?" To answer your question, Joe, he is a big deal because Brian Hoyer in their loss yesterday to the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget who they lost to. Went eighteen for thirty nine, two hundred and four yards. One touchdown and three picks. Hmm. Solid. So, yeah, Jacoby is a big deal. Yeah, you love to see it. And also, someone's got to teach Miami how to tank. I don't know if they know yeah, how they to can't tank. Even tank. Oh, no, right. the organization is tanking. I it's mean, the players yeah, that they haven't figured it out. <laughs> Drop those picks down, <laughs> bat them down, you know? You kind of have to love that, though, because you've got a bunch of, like, no-name guys. They, they got rid of everybody any good. They got rid of all the bad attitudes. And you have a bunch of kind of... B players that are playing their butts off, man, and C. They've D players. Yeah. C D players. He is very. <laughs> but they're like playing for like respect as a player. Absolutely. And they've won back to back games, and yeah, they're well. Their at the end of the day, chances. no one likes to lose. They suit yeah. up. Yeah. They want to yeah. win. Yeah. These guys are competitive because they're here. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you're right. It's good to see the the, the scrubbies get together and you know but again, a little hoorah moment. They can't even tank, right? But yeah, you got to tank, guys. And you want two? You got to tank. Now they're not even in first place. Cincinnati's in first place. Uh. 
All right, so we got to take a quick break, but we like to tease a little trivia question before the break. Um, and don't look at my computer, Joey. I see you trying to cheat right now. If you think I can see that far? Okay. <clears throat> Insider trading over here. They're setting up the new guy. All right. Hey, Pat, so, Pat can't see. That's all that matters. <laughs> out of all the all the, all of the Colts receivers yesterday or the day before, depending on who when you're listening to this, that lost to the Dolphins, I need you to name a receiver who had a reception in for the Colts, but Ebron and Jack Doyle, two leading receivers off limits. Off. So besides those two players, you have to name me a receiver that may have had a catch in the game against the Dolphins. But think about it, and we'll come back after this break, and we will see what you guys have. Sound good? You guys play for money here, right? Absolutely. Yeah, a awesome. bunch, of, Absolutely. bunch of money that we all have. All right, so sit <laughs> tight, and uh, we'll be right back. November's one of those great months, sports months of the year. Of course, the Jaguars line, which is first to fill in the blank. Does anyone know the line on the Jags game by chance for the Colts? Yeah. I don't know. I believe it is. We'll say Colts three. Does that sound right? Monday. Yeah. Three and a half. No idea. But uh, college hoops, NBA, and NHL, golf, racing, you name it. My bookie is the place to get in on the action. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout if you didn't know what a parlay was. Of course, there's the props, futures, in-game bettings available too with my bookie. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit two grand, you will get an extra one grand in your free money to play with. That's a good deal. Use promo code OVERTIME to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code OVERTIME to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. And now we're going to take a real break here if uh, that's cool with you guys. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast. This is our bi-week episode. If you don't know, you're you're starting in the middle of the episode, which would be weird. We're joined here with Pat from Duval Hot Takes, who uh, is awesome. Check out their podcast. Uh, just search Duval Hot Takes, and you will get it. You can find it on the Bidcat Country feed that we are also on, and also we're on Overtime Network. Uh, you can catch us there as well. Make sure to follow our Twitter, subscribe to our YouTube, all the things that people promote all the time. Back to the bi-week. Wasn't it nice, kind of relaxing this week? Like I, I can't speak for y'all, but it was nice for me just to be like, you know what? I have a weekend off. I don't have to cut film and, and do a podcast the, 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 as soon as the game ends. And, you know, it's just a nice little relaxing yeah, day. All, all that stress was gone for me as well. It was, just, it, was, uh, it was day drinking on Sunday with no consequences. Yeah. It yeah. was great. I was, I was, you know, gone by 2 p.m. And I was like, oh. There's no reason to be mad. Just we'll watch the eight o'clock game. We'll yeah. see how I'm doing. I actually had a three win sweep in fantasy football this That's week. It was an best. excellent week. That's the best. If we could re- if we could do it again next week, that'd be great. I'm trying to make a run in the playoffs. It is refreshing to watch games where you have like no dog in the race or horse yeah. in the race. Yeah. Just like I really don't care who wins. I'll swip back and forth if I need to. Like whoever's yeah. doing better. So yeah, it's literally all about your fantasy teams on weeks like that. It, it really is. Yeah, which is good. You remember why you watch the sport to begin with. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I mean, I'm not you get all the hatred out and you get all the, the <laughs> bad play call. Yeah. You're like, this is why I watch the sport. <laughs> and, and you're able to like, you know, dissect other teams problems so easily. Like, oh man, man, if the, you know, the 49ers are playing tonight, like, man, if they, they had just like one good receiver, like one, like all pro receiver, they they would just dominate. And I mean, if Blake Bortles was just starting for LA, you guys would be undefeated. Undefeated. Is there any better situation though than Bortles? 
Bortles playing quarterback again and Ramsey being forced to be on the same team with him? Does it get he any, loves it. Does it get Jalen loves it. Better than that. You know what people aren't talking about either is like Dante Fowler's kind of balling out. He is balling out big like, time. He, it pisses me off. Yeah, he has got like he had a uh, was it a fumble return yeah, for a touchdown? He's a bomb. He was a bomb in Duval. And they might not be reporting it because there maybe all kinds of stuff goes on there, but he hasn't like ran over anybody in his car or like <laughs> beat up an old guy yeah. or anything. I mean, oh, it's, it's like, LA, man. It's the, they sweep everything. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it's just like, hey, yeah. that's minor, bro. Yeah. You got to be in the right place. Go about your business. Yeah. Right. yeah. All right. Well, on Twitter, we asked, um, what are you most concerned about heading into the back end of the schedule? Um, and I think what's worth noting about the back end of the schedule is that it, it kind of drops off a little bit as far as how good the teams are that we play. I mean, I think it's a 40% win percentage for the opposing teams that we're playing. Mm -hmm. Does that give you hope, Pat, that the Jags will make the playoffs? I'm very pessimistic, guys, especially at this point of the year. Very pessimistic. Um, There's some glaring issues with the back end of the season. And honestly, if Jacksonville wins, wins the games you're supposed to, you get in. It's yeah. there for you. There's yeah. no, you don't you don't need to rely on anybody. You can if you win straight in, you get in. But I mean, you have Oakland. That's a West Coast game. Who's playing really well? Yeah, right Oakland now. looks good. Very well. Oakland very looks well. good. Yeah, and just a fun little stat for you guys. Jacksonville's zero and ten in the last ten games on the West Coast. Actually, Denver. Does Denver count as West Coast? Denver count. Uh, I'm counting Denver. It, it's not in the. It's not in Dude, the Pacific time zone. Is, right. Maybe that's that'd be a better in the qualifier. zone, out the zone. <laughs> the Pacific, the time zone. It's, it's all about it's west of here. It's all about crossing the Rockies. You got to see the ocean. <laughs> I think Denver. You, you got to be on that side of the. I'm Rockies. holding strong that Denver counts. I'll tell you what. But I'll, what, I'll, what I'll give you Denver. One and nine any better than? <laughs> well, I'll give you Denver. <laughs> we'll be one in ten going into that week. One in ten. Um, yeah. Not not very. Uh, yeah. Yeah, not very confident on that one. You also have LA, who's chomping at your ankles right now yeah. in the, in that wild card race. You got to beat them. The Chargers, not the Rams. The, the Chargers, right? Yeah, yeah. And Rams are someone else's problem. And hey, <laughs> Rivers might not be having a great year this year, but if there is a quarterback that's lit us up more than any quarterback. It's him, man. Yeah. He's annihilated us in the well, street. Rivers comes to play in the games that count. Yeah. I mean, last year, everyone wrote the Chargers off, and this crazy guy ran off and made a run <laughs> for it. And not, not yeah. to think about it, I mean, yeah. Chargers also have a dual threat in running back in Melvin Gordon yeah. and Eckler. Yeah. That's not going to make the job any easier. And Hunter Henry has been playing Hunter excellent be lately. A phenomenal yeah. tight end yep. coming up. Yep. Um, the, the, you, hey, don't forget the Falcons who just like – Lit it up this past weekend. Well, like, and the Falcons have a terrible defense, but they'll light that yeah. scoreboard up. Yeah. They yeah. just they just can't stop a nosebleed. <laughs> but they'll light that scoreboard up. Yeah. I mean, it's true. I mean, you, Matt Ryan, really, to me, it's any, like, competent quarterback. Like, any quarterback that can go out there and read a defense is going to shred us because we play athletic. Even in 2017, when we played all cover one, we're all man across the board good quarterbacks were able to come in and kind of like dissect us a little bit. Whereas the guys that kind of played off feel kind of played off improvisation, they struggle against our type of defense. So Phil Rivers is a guy that can go out there and just shred us. Seasoned vet. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He's, he's been in the limelight before and yeah, he'll, he'll do it. He has no problem. So, I mean, based on that, I guess we should talk draft. 
Okay. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> hey, we don't plan. We don't have an outline for the show. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, there's no plan. So, Joey, give us your thoughts on the draft. Tell us. Tell us what I, you're I, thinking. I, I'm not saying you guys are just so like pessimistic. Like, well, no. Uh, I, 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 get, I, I get the glass like me, half full, let, half empty yeah, type let thing. Let me hear. Let me hear both sides. I want to see where you guys are at. What, what I mean, going forward, like again, I I don't like the matchups. I think they're. T- and I didn't even touch Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay isn't having a good record year. No, but they could beat anybody on they any could Sunday. Beat anybody yeah, on any Sunday. It's yeah. not. It's not a cupcake walk no. by any means. No. But again, I mean, let me hear from you guys. I want to. I want to. I've know. said from the beginning we're eight and eight and we missed the playoffs. I think at this point we could get the wild card though. I mean, if we stay healthy, Foles is who we paid Foles to be. I think we 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 back in. Feel terrible for Foles. Terrible. You can't come in as a quarterback. You can't come in in a worse position than Foles. You have this rabid fan base that loves Gardner Minshew. I mean, yeah, the it, second he makes a bad throw, it's going to oh, be it will the be bedlam. Yeah. It will be bedlam yeah. in the stadium. Forget yeah. about it. I know uh, that guy. He's he's playing with a boulder on his shoulders in a, in a season where literally every snap counts. And you. Again, eighty-eight million because you're that guy. So yeah, he's getting compensated. It's not like he's unfairly being treated right. to that. You know, he's you pay people to perform, and so I, I'm a little more hesitant to give him that pass. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does stink that you have a guy like Gardner Minshew behind you, but like I said, you are eating up so much salary from our salary cap. You better be able to overcome something like that. Yeah, I, th- I think he, he's cool, like cool as a cucumber, man. I don't think he even is going to have an issue with that. I think he's going to come in and do his thing. My my worry is with our offensive line, he's already broken that clavicle twice. Like, if he gets hit hard a few times, he might be out again. I mean, that's kind of his MO. If he can stay healthy, great. But if not, we got Minshew coming back in two, three, four games from now, and then it's going to be another swip swap. And what happens from there? I mean, he's in continuity. Well, two, three games from now will define the season at that point. If, if Nick gets hurt after three games, you could pretty much sail the season out if he hasn't been winning. Um, well, what if he has been, though? Well, if I he mean, has, then, yo, Gardner's even got bigger shoes to fill at that point. But if he hasn't been winning... Then it's a loss. Yeah, you, you wipe it up and how that's do you it. Go, so, do you, so let's say hypothetical, Jags win, Foles wins three more games for the rest of the season. Does he win the three straight? No, no. Let's say, let's say he loses. Let's say, if he loses three straight, I know what Jason's ah, going to say. There here. you go. No, if no, no. Because no, that's a different really, game. It really, is. what that's I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is, let's just say we don't make the playoffs, and you go into the off season with this Minshew Foles thing. Like that's tough because of the money you're paying Foles. Well, it depends on what Foles does for you at the end of the right. Year. That's what I'm. That's what I meant. If he wins only three games. Is that a guy that you're putting back in? Yeah, look around the league, guys. I mean, these yeah. people. There's people chomping at the bit for a quarterback right now. This season, we watched what six of uh, six quarterbacks, solidified quarterbacks, go down this year. Yeah, and they're chomping at the bit for a replacement. Yeah. Uh, some guys have filled in pretty well, but are they long term? Are they going to have the longevity that they want? I mean, you can shop Nick Foles out to somebody else. Someone will pay that money for him. But this is like the like just prototypical next chapter in the Foles book. I mean, that's what he does. He comes in at the end of the season, gets hot, streaks, and wins a Super Bowl MVP. This is exactly right? what he's done. He Come on, Jags. He hasn't done anything but this. That's he hasn't. All he, this is only exactly. Yeah. So this is like yeah. just set up for him to be who he is. But if we're being realistic and and we're not being so, realistic, so Jason, Pat, we're being Jags fans. Pat said he was a pessimist, and 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 that's me sometimes. And I get that on Twitter, people call me that sometimes. But I really am just realistic. 
about it. And I want Foles to do that. Mm-hmm. The magic Foles magic. But if I'm, if I'm being really realistic, I'm stepping back as a fan. I'm looking at these two teams, the team that he came in and delivered to the promised land was much more talented and had much more weapons and, and, and tools around him than the team he's stepping into. Now the Eagles offensive line, the Eagles receivers, the tight ends, the running backs, the coaching, None of that is in Jacksonville. Not one of those things. Like you have Fournette, but that's it. The receivers are kind of there as well. I mean, you've got he's got a decent receiver. Okay, goal. I don't know if they're you know, Al, I don't know if they're Alshon Jeffrey, sure. Golden Tate, Zach Ertz though. Uh, you don't have a Zach Ertz. No, you definitely don't. You, I, you, but he's, part not, you he's part of the receiving. He's part of the receivers. Uh, tight end wise, you have nothing right. on this team to resemble a tight right, end. Right, but receiving yards, Ertz falls into that sure. pool. Oliver's healthy. He's fresh. <laughs> All he's like two catches. I think it's two catches on the year. If if Oliver <laughs> if Oliver scores a touchdown this year, if he has more than a catch, if he has more than one if catch, he gets a game. touchdown this year. Hey, for the record, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. But look, I'm just I'm realistic. I want Foles to do well as much as anybody. But I I'm, I got to say I, I'm not expecting it. I'm not expecting. That's all I can say. Nope. Nobody. I don't think anybody in the world is saying we're winning the Super Bowl this year. We're talking about making the playoffs. Tony Baselli has a 7-0. and Well, and making the playoffs and then probably losing the first round whoever we play. And I I think the playoffs are a possibility. But again, a typical Jags fan, take a stomach punch when all kinds of stuff happens and we don't. But, I mean, I'm going to be optimistic because why not? You hate the word rebuilding in Jacksonville. Absolutely. I don't, even want, I don't want to hear it. Rebuilding. I, I don't want to I hear mean, it. I mean, that's the, that's the message that's been pushed for the last decade, rebuilding. And you just you hate to do it again for another year. And I, I feel for the Jag fans out there, man. It's it's tough to watch. It is. But uh, the schedule is not helpful. And, and not to mention Pittsburgh. You're looking at Pittsburgh and, and Buffalo to help you out. Pittsburgh has a cupcake schedule. They got Cincinnati. They got the Browns. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a cupcake for them. But so, the, the Browns aren't winning the Super Bowl this year? What happened to them? Oh, yeah. They're terrible. <laughs> Talk about an oversold boat. Talk about an oversold boat. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, absolutely. Well, Baker, like, too. shaved off, like, part of his mustache, though, because he didn't deserve to have it. So that's got to, like, mean something, right? And this is a side point. Did y'all notice, like, the mustache thing kind of all had. What was the. Vrabel had one. Mariota had one. I think Vrabel was born with that, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, the womb. Did you notice that mustache, mustache thing kind of. Aaron Rodgers had one too at one point. Did he? He had the I mean, cowboy outfit. With yeah. The, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, yeah. You're <laughs> seeing it all over the place now. You yeah. really are. It's yeah. kind of. I wonder where it started. Yeah. You know, I wonder who the real mustache magic is. Tom Selleck. All right. So, okay. So let's jump into the offensive line. <laughs> we have to. Because that won the vote. Yep. Number one concern, the back half of the year, the offensive line. Pat, I've listened to a couple of your shows. And uh, I get a feel for how y'all perceive the offensive line. Mm. But I want to know you realistically and honestly, does this line have what it takes to be not only a playoff team this year, but like the future? Like this line now, is this going to be our future line? I can see some of this line being your future line. Uh, It's tough because I'm a big offensive line guy myself. I, I think you win and lose in the trenches every single week. There's, there's no, especially when you, when you're, you have Leonard Fournette who's doing the bulk of your production, yeah. and Leonard Fournette, just on a side note, has earned every single yard he's taken this year. I've been the biggest hater of him since uh, all through last year. He has completely redeemed himself, yeah. man. Like, dude, hats off to you. Probably, I think he leads the league in yards after contact. That's because 
He doesn't get a breath. He gets the ball, and there's contact. He literally has to earn every single yard. And that's that's an testament to the offensive line. I think in between the tackles, we're terrible. I think I can't fault Cam Robinson and Juwan Taylor. I'm big fans of both, but they're kids. They're yeah. kids playing a grown man sport. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a grown man position at left tackle. Yeah, I mean, and that injury set back Cam Robinson a lot. Yes, I mean, yes, a it big a, a, an ACL injury in the NFL and offensive lineman. People don't realize how much of their lower body offensive linemen use. Mm-hmm. An injury like that is easily two years before you're back to where you were before the injury. Yep. And I agree with you. But what about so? What, what about the? What do you think about the interior? Um, Richardson's shown flashes this year. Can. I've always got a love-hate relationship with Can. Can looks good one week. He looks like garbage next. That's that's his middle name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely I mean, right. Really I mean, you're absolutely right. Uh, and Norwell. Norwell, uh, I was very excited when we brought him in, especially with Leonard Fournette. Uh, the guy was, was a golden goose coming into this line. I thought for sure he was going to be productive. Uh, and he's given me every reason to just show him the door at the end of the season. So, again, not being the X's and O's guys, just watching. Yeah, we know. We know. I know I'm going to keep saying it. And you can keep, like, verifying it, Jason. I keep appreciate it. Keep stabbing that. you every time. Just keep saying it. Kick him yeah. while he's down, <laughs> man. This is for this, the this show. Don't try to be humbled here. This show is cutthroat. I this, thought we had a rough go at it. This is for the non-coaches out there, guys, because I know they're like, that's why the fans love me is because nobody knows what you guys are talking about half the time. Joey so, is the fan favorite. Let's throw this out okay. here. Like, Offensive line is all about knowing what the people next to you are doing, right? I think Have so, you yeah. ever seen an offensive line that switches people out as much as ours? Yes, like, that's a is very that, good point. Can that work? No, I, no. Yeah, I, I, I don't. The only inconsistencies I'm seeing is at the right guard position, yes, right? That's and, it. And it's the it's for a half, and it seems it's like designed that way though. It seems like the team does better in the second half, right? Well, just going Doug off of Marone's like press conferences every time says that's what they do. He has no, yeah. he no, doesn't sugarcoat. No, yeah. Jawan Taylor goes on 97.3 on the show and he talks about they get a quarter, 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 quarter. They switch out. Yeah. I've never heard that in my entire life. Well, when you're both playing well ish, well ish, equal, equal, they're both playing well, equal. Is that <laughs> affecting the interior because they don't know where they're getting out of the guy the next to him? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a, it's a method. Those five guys, the longer they play together, is only more gelled as a unit, and that's what Philly had when 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 he got in, when Nick Foles first got in. That was a that was a cognitive group of guys that knew what was going on each play. You don't have that here in Jacksonville, not yeah. yet by design, not yet. Like, yeah, yeah. you're just shooting yourself away, in the foot. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think Taylor's going to be a star. I think that guy is going to be an absolute star. I don't know about Cam, but the biggest issue and I think this is what people are saying on Twitter when they're saying the offensive lines are concerned is because your two highest paid guys on that line are the two guys you're like we don't want in the future I think that's people's concern like you're how much money is, is between Norwell and Linder it's like 100 million more you're more than 100 million Linder's one of those guys you'll miss when he's gone though no Linder I think so no I'm a big Linder guy I, I gotta say I'm dude. a big Linder guy I I don't I don't he, mind what Linder does at the center but Norwell, it Norwell gets is, paid way yeah, much money he's hot garbage. for garbage. Like I said, he needs to be in a matador suit every single Dude, game he's, because he lets the bull through every single he's time. He's mailing it in. He got his contract. He's the prototypical, was a <laughs> all pro, got the big money, and he's just there. Yeah. Look, look I, I am as disappointed in Norwell as anybody, but I've seen Norwell on tape make plays that only I've only seen a few linemen in my life make. Like I've When he was at Carolina, I saw on film, an all-pro left guard. Okay, but he has it in him as a Jaguar. He doesn't. I mean, look, and this is what I'm thinking. 
Like I'm thinking he is having to compensate for everything around him. The left tackle position has been a open door, an open <laughs> sorority door since the moment he got here. And the center position is Linder, who is what he is, is not a guy that's like, okay, I can take on a double team. I can take on a huge nose tackle by myself. He's he's not he's not elite. But, dude, he could meet you at the bricks and <laughs> chug some beer with you, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's a cool guy. I, but what I'm saying is, like, we've kind of put – Norwell here on an island to be fair like we saw how I forgot who was the left tackle's name for the Panthers that went on to the Texans I can't remember his name uh Khalil Matt Khalil Matt Khalil was left tackle next to Norwell and those two guys were a solid one too and <laughs> that, was that was that enabled both of them to play really well I know people were upset with Khalil toward the end of his tenure there but Norwell especially the left tackle position influences left guard position way more than people think. Oh, yeah. And I think we haven't even given Norwell a shot at being his true okay, self. I'll give you that. But if I'm that guy, if I'm Norwell and I'm I'm that dedicated, that good, and somebody else is messing up what I'm doing, I'll, you'd hear about it, man. Yeah, you'd so hear about you, like Jalen Ramsey. Like, I, I would be shouting. So, what are you going to do? You're going to yell at Cedric Obwehi? Hey, man, like, are you, you going to yell at Eric Flowers? Like, gonna, what, what good is that going to I'm going to do whatever it takes to make the guys around me better. And if they're not, then you're going to hear about it, man. Well, and Leonard, Fournette, Leonard Fournette's commanding some of that some of that accountability on, on offense as well. In the Denver game, he got all in Cam Robinson's face because Cam almost cost him the, the, that was the field goal. Horrible think, behavior. You know? Horrible uh, self-control. But Cam's also been a hothead, and he's shown in the, in the past. Um, to, to piggyback on your point for Norwell... I, I can I can understand that I can see that the left tackle being that that revolving door um, can hurt him, but I've also seen him get bull rushed by nobodies, and his you know his butt is on Gardner Minshew in in point two seconds. So yeah. it's yeah. like I mean I, I gotta see I gotta see you at least hold your end of the deal. Yeah, that's the fair. amount of money that's worth. That's I, fair, I but see you got to think about that. these offensive linemen like they're gonna have plays. Where they get beat. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're absolutely. playing every snap. Absolutely. They're every snap. Absolutely. So, I mean, he gets, I mean, are those instances that, that I know it does happen. Again, I am as upset as any fan when Norwell gets beat by a guy, right? But is is some of that like, okay, he got beat like once or twice and we're like kind of already have it pinned that he's underperforming. So every mistake is under a microscope. That's fair. Like, is because if you look at even elite offensive linemen, every once in a while they get beat. Sure. Yeah, but the yeah, play, absolutely. I think, is it Cincinnati the play you're talking about where he got pushed oh, like Cincinnati, five yards? I mean, Carolina. It was almost like a sack because he got pushed so far backwards by one guy. And look, and I, I can't make excuses for him. He hasn't played up to you're his try, contract. You're trying to. Though. He has not played up to his contract, but I, th I think he's. He if could, it he, wasn't the money. I could care less. Exactly. If it wasn't the money, exactly. I wouldn't have a, a single thing in, yeah. in the world to say. Yeah, that's the point. But, hey, a lot of money is yeah. going in your pocket, kid. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if it wasn't for that, if we had you on a, on a 20 mil deal, sure, go ahead. Do it. You're going to get beat. But I expect you to be damn near impenetrable yeah. at this point. And that's fair. And that's that's I think that's so a I mean, that's, very that's, valid that's point. That's the only take I've got yeah. on that. I mean, for sure. I mean, because I mean, I, I even myself held Foles to the same standard. You come in, you can't pay all that money. You better, better be better do it. Kid. You're right, exactly. I want to see a trophy at the end of the year. We were we were a quarterback away last year. Is what yeah, everyone that's said. What everybody said. Everyone said we were a quarterback away. Yeah. So yeah. we've got your quarterback. I want to see you do it. Okay, just just to like piggyback on that, his cap hit this year is sixteen million dollars. Who Norwell? Yeah, hmm. that's less than Campbell's getting paid. Just saying. I know. I'm just I'm, saying. I'm not, I'm not talking about how much he's getting paid. It I'm is his second year, too. So yeah. he did go a little bit lower in so, it. So, I mean, that's true. Dude, you really think we, that's got to be more next year, right? That only goes up. 
Um, I, I think these guys front load. I think Caldwell front, front loads. Front yeah, they front load most of his contracts. Yeah. John Isdick or whatever his name is. He's pretty good. It was $5 million last year, $16 million this year. Oh. So I'm not so sure his was front loaded. Well, then maybe. I don't know what his guaranteed was. I can't really remember. He's got a was, lot of belief in himself. What's yeah. his guaranteed at? $66.5 million. And let's see. Guarantee here. Because that, if he's, I mean, if he's gotten 20... 30 million guaranteed. Okay, so he's already gotten 21 of it. So he's got, he's on nine on the books next year. Mm. That's Ouch. not bad. Dude. Nine? This year was the year he, he hit us. Yeah, yeah this year was the year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's still hitting us. He's still hitting us every single snap. Every single snap, he's still hitting us. He's at Ruth Chris right now, like... Yeah. Having a steak with a side of steak. Is he uh, and is, laughing? So let me ask you, Pat, just straight up on Andrew Norwell. Because offensive line's a big deal. Has Norwell mailed it in because of the contract? Is he one of those guys that got paid and is fat and happy and is going to sit on his money? You hate to see it, but I think that's what it is. I mean, I and it's just human nature, honestly. I mean, just like anyone else would do. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it is what it is. You got the guys that will go out there and don't care about the contracts, that don't care about making all the money, and they'll give you every snap. And then you got the guys that get that fat check, and they're just like, yeah, well, that'll do. Thank you. It's like he's reached his goal. Yeah. Like he worked hard and it's and his golden parachute. Yeah. That's it. And he's hit it. And I mean, honestly, I mean, football hurts. Yeah. Like, I can't blame I the guy, him. man. Yeah. I, mean, I just like, wish he wasn't on it's our a, team. It's a position you get smacked in the mouth <laughs> every, every single, single play. play. Yeah. You don't get a playoff. Yeah. yeah. You, you get smacked. And he just, I'm sure he probably just said, you know what? Yeah, he probably it. wants to like remember his kids' names when he's 40 <laughs> and like get out of bed in the morning. And dude, I don't blame him, but I just. Wish he wasn't on the Jags. Yeah. 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 It's, and just just to throw on the whole offensive line situation, um, just a quick stat. Gardner Minshew's been sacked 20 times this year. And fumbled, what, seven times? And that, I mean, again, that's an attestment to his rookie stuff. I mean, that's stuff he's going to have to just work on for ball control. But Nick Foles, if not, is 15% as mobile. Yeah, that's but he also like reads defenses better. He gets rid of the ball yes. quicker. Yes, like I think that's probably hope like that his men- mental game. I, th- I think it'll probably be enough. about the same. Like yeah. his escapability with Foles' experience and reading defenses. I, I think that'll be a toss up. <sighs> Anecdotally, him getting hit half of that ten times, I have a feeling his percentage of being injured is probably close to over fifty. Yeah, like if you're hitting Nick Foles. 10 times. That's sacked 10 times. Some, I'm sorry. Sacked. Some, some, not well, hit. And sacked 10 Not times. even sacked because you don't count the hits that he gets That's off. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm you saying. Know? So if, if Minshew's been sacked 20 times, let's half that to 10. If Foles gets hit 10, if he gets sacked 10 times, like you're kind of clinching every time thinking he's hurt. Well, you also have to throw in there that our quarterbacks get hit like quarterbacks used to get hit, whereas like Brady and those other big names, like you got to like yeah, lay, them, get on, the lay them on the turf. Because yeah. one thing that we haven't talked about is the amount of times that Minshew's come up hobbling. He's come up injured, going back in the, like he has took a beating back there. He's a there tough dude. Because that offensive line. It does, is, is the toughness, is the toughness stat bigger deal than we're making out to be? Well, you got to be tough to play behind this offensive line. It's Foles tough. That's, that's, what, that's the root of what I'm saying. I think he's mentally and physically tough. But physically frail. 
Like as far as like, I mean, does that make sense? The F, the F in Foles is fragile. Yeah, it yeah. does. I mean, I, like, yeah. I don't. I think he would continue to play through it in, until he breaks something. Yeah, if his I mean, body like, wasn't made out of glass, he's got yeah. a head of steam. He's got the. He's yeah. got a heart of a warrior. It's not like he doesn't want to play, but it's his like, frame is just really crap. Keeps yeah. working. Well, yeah. we see injured people all the time that don't. Tracy McGrady, my good, my childhood favorite athlete, softest Tracy like, McGrady, softest in the league. best NBA player probably to ever live, but couldn't stay healthy. <laughs> Woo, that's a hot take. <laughs> That's it, man. Okay, you worked that in there. Nice job. (laughs) (laughs) You were a a Tracy McGrady fan? Come on. Tracy McGrady. He's fun to watch. Absolutely. He was great to watch. We're not the greatest player of all time? All right. We'll we'll do one more break here, and then we'll just end it with a segment three. Um, I absolutely forgot to to do the trivia question, so hang tight. I call you out. No, no, I saw it a while ago. We'll We'll answer the trivia question in segment three. All right, so we're answering the trivia question, which was... Indianapolis Colts wide receivers. <laughs> Colts, which yeah. one caught a ball that was not? It's been a while. That's Ebron, why they keep him around. That's why they keep Joe around. That's why he's, he's the, the bread and butter of this podcast. I don't know the answer, but I remember the question. That's yeah. why he's the, he's he's the favorite. All right, sit tight, um, and then we will be right back. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast, uh, episode 93, I think, on our committed channel. Uh, I don't know. Sure. We're here with Joey tonight. We're here with Pat from Duval Hot Takes. This is segment three. This is the good stuff right here. We're excited about this. It's where it gets fun. We teased in segment one a trivia question that uh, Joey so kindly reminded me was in last week's game where the Colts lost to the Dolphins. Can you name a receiver that had a catch besides Eric Ebron and Jack Doyle? Let Joey go first. I um, refuse to watch any Colts games whatsoever unless they're playing the Jaguars <laughs> out of personal just spite. Fair. And I haven't drafted a Colts wide receiver in fantasy since Marvin Harrison, so I have no clue to the answer to that question. So, throw a name out there, Joey. I do. I, I can't even name one, honestly. <laughs> just throw, T.Y. Hilton is the only wide receiver I know that plays for them. throw a name against uh, the We're going to go with Shea Burns. <laughs> that's, Shea Burns. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> honestly, I was expecting like Marvin Harrison. I was expecting something like that. Uh, Dallas Clark. But you know, you made one up, so that's fine. Uh, no, Shea Burns is. Let me check. Nope, Shea Burns is not on this list of receivers. Scout team. He's a scout team guy. Yeah, that's what, that's it, what it had to I think be. He got cut from the scout yeah. team last week. <laughs> All back. right, Pat, give it a try uh, here. This, yeah, insider trading only because I picked him up literally last week mm. was uh, Zach Pascal. Zach Pascal, and how many receptions did he have for you? Do you know? Oh man, uh, we'll call it three. Two. A fat two, two. receptions for twenty six yards. Yeah. Zach Pascal. He sounds like a chef. <laughs> Really? He plays football? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you name another one? Ooh. <laughs> um, so Pat wins. It's not no, surprising that's, that's, that Joey lost a trivia question. <laughs> who not doubted surprising. that for a second? That's, Nobody. That's all My I got. My answer was way better, though. <laughs> uh, and Zach Pascal, yeah, I didn't I didn't start him last week. So uh, maybe this week. Choice. I've got a lot of bye weeks. So we'll, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll he see. didn't do well against the Dolphins. So that's a tough grasp there. Probably not. Probably going to get dropped this week, too, then. With four hey, catches. Whoa, whoa, wait, I'm not done oh. here. For the record, oh. Shea Burns does play football, and he plays for Union, Kentucky, and he's on max prep, so, and he is a wide receiver. <laughs> he's starting so, for the Colts next year. He will year. start for the Colts. That's four thinking. In well, two to three years, you well, watch out for Shea Burns. If you're max prep, he's in high school. So <laughs> oh, some, well some random high schooler got a shout-out from Joey on, an, on another Jags. That's what we do here. We shout-out <laughs> we, Union, Kentucky receivers on max preps. That's what we do here. Take care of the little guys. That's right. Make sure they got it. That's happen. right. Yes. Well, just remember, you heard it here first. Shea Burns is going to be a legend <laughs> in 10 
10 years. Someone, Mark it. Someone tag him and so that he at least has something. Mark what if that kid turns out to be something? I'm going to tag him in it. That'd you, be funny. You think I'm kidding. I'm going right, to. Do it. With four catches for the Colts for 30 yards and a 7.5 average per completion, Naheem Hines. Ooh, that was a tough Naheem Hines, yes. Um, coming in second place behind Ebron and Jack Doyle, uh, you have uh, with two catches... Chester Rogers. That was one maybe. Chester would have came to the brain maybe if it gave yeah. you some more time. Um, with two catches, Zach Pascal. With one catch, Marcus Johnson. And one catch, Marlon Mack. That's the receiving threat right now for the Colts. Mm. I'll give you a segue here because my stomach's starting to hurt. Why are we still talking about the Colts? Because uh, <laughs> it was a trivia question in segment one when we were talking about who we play next week. Sure. And it was such a good it was, teaser, we ran it a second segment <laughs> yes. up to the third. Yes, exactly. Because that's what we do here. Yeah. We make we don't want to leave you guys hanging. Yeah, I love terrible. it. I'm going to do it myself. I'm going <laughs> to teach you guys all, all episode long until the very end. I can't wait to re-listen to this part. Because you know you know, Marcus Johnson was sitting there listening like, okay, come on. They're going to they gotta, they gotta call coming. me out here. It's coming. It's, it's coming. coming. So he listened to segment three, and he, we calling Are you out here. Tag him as well. I'll, I'll tag Marcus tag Johnson, them all. too. Yeah. Tag every one of their receivers, because I guarantee they need some followers. We probably have more followers than three of the four of their receivers. <laughs> that's, that's probably true. Uh, I don't know. The, the Chester? <laughs> Are you exactly. Yeah. Chester is a, is a burner, man. Yeah, no. Chester, Chester uh, I'm surprised. That was one I thought maybe Pat would have thought of. I you tell know? you what, joking aside... Chester's going to burn us for 120 yards <laughs> and two touchdowns. And then he'll be a household name. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and, and then he's going to tag us. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the shout out. You almost ruined my game plan. Yeah, and I'll be sitting here saying, Chester, thanks. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's, Sorry, Chester. That's You're exactly, obviously good at football. That's exactly what's going to happen. All right. Well, let's just hit on um, this Twitter question. We talked about the most concerned position group heading into the uh, like back end of the season. We talked about quarterbacks a little bit. We talked about linebackers. And then we talked about offensive line a good amount in segment two. Wide receiver play. Mm. Last place in that. I put it on the poll because maybe I was overthinking it. I guess that's my question. And we'll start with Pat because he's the guest. Pat, was I overthinking the wide receiver position as a concern? No. I mean, if you're including the tight end, of course, uh, who does receive. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's the most critical part of Nick Foles' game. I, I think I ran a stat last week. He threw to Zach Ertz uh, just under 20% in his run. And that's gone. That's a fifth. That's gone. Yeah. Wow. And Seth the Valve is not making that production. No. Not even close. No, and, uh, and your boy Oliver isn't either. Like I said, Oliver is going to bring no, out. He's not either. Four weeks from now, both of you guys are going to be apologizing. I'll to tell me. you what. I will go on record to say this. On record to say this. <laughs> if Josh Oliver shows to me that he is any kind of production at a tight end, I will not only buy myself a Josh Oliver jersey, <laughs> but I'll buy you one, and I'll buy you Ooh. one, and we'll get a Josh you Oliver know, <laughs> franchise right here. Yeah, exactly. Thing. You know why it's going to happen though? Is because Foles makes tight ends better. Well, I hope so. I yeah. hope so because he can't be worse. <laughs> That is, <laughs> certainly can't be one. No, he really can't. <laughs> Two catches, only go one way. So, yeah. Jerseys for everyone. Yeah. Josh hey, Oliver. That's we'll, on you. We'll hang him up here. And, that's uh, on you, Josh. And we'll tag you, Could Josh you Oliver. Find a Josh Oliver. Uh, Oliver I would have to create it. To I would have to spend the hundred dollars to create NFL. one yeah. and make okay. one. Each time. Valid, valid point. Each time. That's the investment. That's how. That's how sure I am, Josh Oliver. You're not going to football fanatics and buying a Josh, Josh Oliver. <laughs> you are not. Jersey. No, I got to custom make it. I will custom make it. Any color you guys want. Josh Oliver jerseys for everyone. At Josh Oliver. We'll make sure to tag you. There's going to be a bunch of random athletes tagged on this podcast. They're going to be like, 
Josh Oliver, uh, Raheem. <laughs> Josh Oliver will be the most unknown person behind Ooh, Shea Burns. Shea Burns. <laughs> He'll be the most unknown out of the whole group. Shea Burns. We'll be saying, who's this Josh Oliver guy? <laughs> That's sad. We got to move on. Shea Burns is probably like a backup. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, got to ask you about my dog, Keelan Cole, though. My dog, Keelan Cole. Look. The cold train's gone. I tried bro. to be an, an optimist in the offseason, and I was like, look, receivers have randomly bad years. We see it all the time. You look back at uh, receivers and, and their career, and they'll, they'll blow up. They'll have a little down year because of an injury. They'll blow up, and they'll go back and forth. I thought, ring. hey, you know, Keelan Cole just had a little, he had some injuries. Dealt, he's a little undersized, you know, slide of frame. Give, let's see what he does this year. And although he hasn't been like lighting it up, he hasn't been terrible. He's been opportunistic, to say the least. Yeah. And that's kind of what you want out of a backup, right? An opportunistic backup. That's what you'd want. So, can Keelan Cole stay on this team beyond this year? Sure. And I hope he does. I like Keelan Cole. He's a great story. He's given some good... I mean, he's got one of the greatest catches in Jaguar history. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is, is sickness on a stick. Like... You talk about a shirt with that catch. I mean, dude, that that was amazing. Poster on the wall type of stuff. And I hope he does. But, dude, he just dropped too many balls for me to want him to be our, our excuse me, a reliable receiver for us at this point. I mean, sure, he can come in, make some plays when somebody's hurt, that type of thing. But, uh, dude, his, his train's gone. I, I nicknamed him Hollywood Cole this year because all he did was catch touchdowns. Yeah, that's good. He, he had, I think, I think he had three touchdowns and four receptions. <laughs> but most of those were point. in the past, like three weeks, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's all. That's okay. all. Just recently, <laughs> all right, yeah. yeah. He right. was a he wasn't a blimp on this radar for six weeks. I mean, he, that's all he's done was catch catch touchdowns. Um, and he had a little bit more production, I think, in the Houston game. Um, but no, I I don't. I think Keelan Cole has more promise than Marquise Lee. I'll give you that. I don't think Marquis Lee comes back next year. He, he, yeah. He's on IR. He's well. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's the snow he, leopard, the white dude, leopard yeah. that you never see. They, well, they had to make up an injury to put him on IR. He's gone. Well, that moves us into the, the segue of I think the biggest issue with that is just the cap hit alone. I yeah, mean, Keelan Cole's getting six hundred and forty-six thousand dollars. Personally, we should have never gave him the contract to begin with. Yeah, Lee? and Marquis yeah. Lee is is. I mean, he flashed. He flashed. He's a guy oh, who sure. flashed, though. I mean, he's a great third down receiver for a year. Yeah, I mean, he was. I mean, we talk about all the time on our podcast, like his numbers on third down. I mean, he was consistently one of the best third down wide receivers in the league, and that's what you want. I mean, that's what you want a guy out of a wide receiver. He's also the most consistently injured yeah. wide receiver in the league as well. Then I mean, you factor that in, and it you know it wasn't an issue. Uh, it was a little bit at USC. I mean, obviously a big issue. That's why he fell in the draft, man. And just well, happens. I mean. He did, I mean yeah, snapped, can't stay healthy. He snapped a. What, he spent more time in a bed than he has on the field. Yeah, I mean that's just. Yeah. And he's a good guy. He's never been no, a problem. Great guy, great team yeah. player, no. like all yeah. that. But yeah, he, he's he's done. I mean, I don't think we would ever question the integrity of a of a, of a person besides Jalen Ramsey. Oh, absolutely. I don't think we'd ever do I that in a second. Besides you and Dante Fowler and Leonard Fournette and Jalen Ramsey and and every other Jaguar, Telvin Smith and every other Jaguar you've questioned. Yeah, Telvin's not on the team anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been right like three or four times. Yeah, okay, okay. Fournette, completely wrong. Redeemed himself. Yeah, thank you. In a contract year, pretty much. What about Didi Westbrook? <sighs> the the only issue I have with Didi is that uh, man, that neck injury is not something to play with. Um, that's that's a very scary thought. It's something that not a lot of people can come back from. Um, but I think I think he does well. I think he does well as long as he's the Robin to TJ Chark's Batman. I mean, that's Chark's looked good. And that's an understatement. <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, sold I sold Chark. 
Early this year, I said that Chark was going to have a, a comeback year. For some reason, something in the back of my head, no tape, nothing other than just pure luck. I said, you know what? DJ Chark is going to come back. I had no idea he was going to have the year he had. Yeah. But I did say he was going to be a lot more productive than being a special teams gunner for the rest of his career, which I'm glad to see panned out yeah. of a second round pick. Like you said, he's been he's been excellent, really. Yeah. He's been real good. Yeah. I, mean, I, I didn't see that coming. I thought Didi was going to be the breakout receiver this year. Just, and I've been saying that since we got him. I mean, we got him as a steal because of some, you know, stuff at college that was mm-hmm. a couple years ago. But he's kind of been a disappointment this year, which is maybe why I don't like uh, the fact that other people are catching touchdowns. I don't know. I was a big Didi fan, and I didn't realize how bad that neck injury was. Mm-hmm. Like it's, they kind of downplayed it a lot, and he kind of tried to come back and play. He's a tough dude, man. But apparently, it's major, right? Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, if you get hit wrong one time, like forget about it. You're not, you're not touching yeah. the ball. Again. Yeah. So you're not touching it. Again. I hate that for him because I think he could have been a star. Hopefully, he can come back from it, and it's whatever. But yeah, he's been a disappointment, honestly. You knew he wasn't a disappointment. Number eighteen, Matt Jones. I'm glad you I, came. To I don't know how we how we haven't talked about this sooner. Yeah. To be honest, I wasn't going to bring it up myself. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, that I was be... trying to work it in somehow. <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out a way to do it. I, I, Jason forced the segue, so it's cool. I mean, third segment. When was the last time you saw a blacked out Matt Jones? <laughs> I will jersey? have to say that I would bet this is the only one in existence. No. They're out there, man. Dude, there's no They're way. out there. Okay, you, you find me another I'll tell you what, Jones. if you've got one, take a picture <laughs> yes. and throw it on the Twitter. Please, yes. dude. I want to yes. see it. I don't yes. believe it. I, I guarantee you, this is worth 10 times a Jalen Ramsey jersey right now. That's true. I, I would pay double what a jersey's worth for Matt Jones' jersey right now because I, I want to put one on the wall. Because uh, Matt Jones and, and was one of my well favorite worn. athletes coming out of college. Well worn. Look, I was I grew up a Gator fan and I watched uh, the Gators play Arkansas yeah. and I remember seeing this quarterback just obliterating the Jaguars on the, with his feet. And I'm like, who is this guy? And then he gets drafted by my favorite team as a wide receiver. How can you not like a guy? And he had a stud year as a wide receiver, never playing wide receiver before. Exactly. Like, how often does that even happen? Anyway, this, if you decide what you're doing with it, is it hanging on the wall or is this going to be fantasy football? Let's go on the wall. On the wall. Let's go on the wall. Fair enough. We'll we'll give a borderless jersey away for fantasy. You just got to get some of this white off real quick. (laughs) No, no. We're going to leave it on. We're going to leave it on. (laughs) Some little uh, beer stains from the golf course. We'll leave those on there, too. Well worn. I mean, (laughs) we'll do it there, too. As you can tell. All right. So. We don't know the next time we're going to get Pat. We're coming up on our um, on our limit here for time. So, Pat, tell us. Do you, I've been teasing it with the position groups. Do you think the Jags make the playoffs this year? Whew. Lock it in. And I, on, I, I, I don't want to hear depending. No. Just, I don't want to hear flat out. I want this flat is out. going to be yes. no matter what. Tony Vaselli yes. style. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, yeah. we don't okay. make it. The, the bill is too high, guys. We're too far back. There's too many teams that you're competing with that are playing too well. Man, it, it, in order to do it, Nick Foles would have to be a world beater. Yeah. He would have to be a world beater, yeah. guys. And I just don't see it in him. I think he had a different group coming into the, It's unfortunate. It's a different group than what he had in Philly. He was built for success in Philly. He's not built for that same success here. And the competition is just too stiff. I'll take that a further step. I think Foles comes in and is pretty close to a world beater, and we still go 8-8 eight and eight and don't make the playoffs Ooh. because of other gaps in our team. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not Nick Foles. I, I don't want to go on record to think Nick Foles is a bad quarterback, and I don't want Nick Foles to go out to be the guy that ruins the season because he's not. It, the intangibles around him are really bad, and I, and I think that's that's what's going to hurt. But I still don't think it's a rebuild because of all no, those no, no, pick, absolutely. All those picks we got from Jalen. Yeah. We kind of like mentioned it earlier. 
it's not a bad thing if we don't make the playoffs this year. Jaguars are not done. We've got a lot of picks coming up that Jalen trade really worked in our favor, I think, to help get us to the playoffs Keep sandbagging those picks. Yeah, man. Come on, Blake. I'm looking at you, buddy. I was an apologist for you for (laughs) years. Help me out. Get that draft stock a little lower. Blake, you do owe us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think you make a lot of good points there. Um, I'm I'm kind of on a different side of the fence uh, than you. I think you have to give Foles his time because of the Foles magic history he has. Um, but I'm kind of on the side where uh, we need to start putting all our eggs in the Minshew basket as soon as possible. Because anytime we put in Foles at this point, I think it's going to be wasted. Because I don't think we make the playoffs this year. And I think he goes into the next year's season as a lamed up quarterback. The fans, who knows if the front office is the same. That comes in next not. year. If you come in with a new front office and you have a second-year quarterback who has the history of a rookie of the year candidate and Foles, who is Foles, you're it's a terrible situation. Mm-hmm. Let's just go ahead and just put our Minshew's the future. That's why I think the longer we wait to get there, the more time we're wasting. Because I don't think this is a playoff team right now, and I don't think Foles sticks around for more than a couple years. So I think we're we're just in a lame duck period where we're accumulating draft picks, and maybe that's good for the future. But the sooner we get on Foles, the more experience he gets, and I think we get closer to where we're supposed to be. I'd like to hear Pat's response to that. Going into the next season, trade Foles, Minshew starts, our future. Okay. Um <laughs> Minshew, <laughs> Minshew has a lot of uh, um, rookie errors that he's got to work out. Ball control is one of them. Pocket presence is another. It's it's very apparent that Minshew has, but the only thing that's going to help guys is snap counts. Yeah. Real-time snap counts. Yeah. He's not facing that same pressure in, in practice. He's not going to face that same uh, pressure in scout team. Okay, uh, They're going to half-ass it during that time. He's not going to see that aggressive nature. So snap counts is the only thing that's going to help. If you really want to build around Gardner Minshew, use those draft picks, build the intangibles around him, get some young talent. team's full of young talent. If you play your cards right, guys, there's not a lot of hefty contracts. Looking at you, Norwell. Not a lot of hefty <laughs> contracts on this team that can sandbag you. You could pretty much do what you want at, at this point in time. But if you go the Gardner Minshew route, you got to dedicate to it. And he's not a bad guy to build around. Like I said, very rookie-ish. Yeah. He's got some issues. But, I mean, look at his touchdown and interceptions. I'd say very good rookie-ish. Yeah. Right? I right. mean, he does things that uh, veterans do. Right. Right. And yeah. he, he has raw talent. It's right. exactly right. Yeah. He has raw talent, I think, under the right guidance. I think DeFlippo's done a good job with him this year. He, he even used that little trickeration in Denver, which was fun to watch. Yeah. I think that he can be great. The fan base, again, is rabid for this guy. I mean, and I, you can go on record to say we've never had a young franchise quarterback with any promise yeah. on this team. Yeah. Never. Steve Berline. Whew, that was reaching. That was a reach. I didn't expect that. So that was a reach. Whew. Hey, you know you like gotta, you were waiting on that one. You can't. You can't let him see you sweating. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Bamboozled. So yeah, Steve. Shout out to you, bud. You uh, at Steve Verline. <laughs> so have 87 hashtags yeah, after this. With the most random players of all time. But uh, in all, just a final final quote for you guys. Yeah, I, I'm 100. Set on Gardner. I think he has the promise. I think he has the capability. But uh, it's Nick Foles' job to lose at this point. And, um, you know, it's, I, it is unfair, but you're getting paid $88 million to make this run. So let's see it. Yeah, I think that was well said. And that's why uh, Duval takes is a uh, uh, hot takes is a. Uh, 
a great podcast yeah, and do doing, better, takes, doing yeah. better than us. And that's how no, it was right no, there. Absolutely you got not. Pat right here. <laughs> absolutely not. I love the show. The guys, it was a great time. I appreciate hey, you having me. Honestly, on, honestly, uh, Pat, we, I love your podcast. You guys are great. Um, they, they are. They're the most downloaded podcast on Big Cat Country. You can check them out. They are killing it right now um, at Duval Hot Takes. At Duval Hot Takes. Check them out there. And um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, me and Joey, you know, we're always here with you um, at Another Jack's Pod. Subscribe to our YouTube, all that stuff. Um, and look for an episode maybe later this week. Uh, we'll see what happens with all of that. But um, thank you for listening. And as always, go Jags. Go Jags. Go Jags. Go Jags.